Welcome to Blunts and Bravo. This is the show where me, Tish, and me, Rhonda, get super duper high, and then we tell you about our favorite Bravo show reunions. Or, you know, whatever we want to talk about, probably. True. (laughs) At some point, I'm worried we're going to run out of reunions. Well, we can always do old ones. Yeah, true, I guess. We could revisit, like, Cancergate on oc you know what that might be kind of fun actually Mm -hmm. Ah, i see you're always thinking you're always thinking as you can tell we are already baked (laughs) (laughs) and also we want to thank you for tuning in i know it has been a minute since you have heard from us and well i had covid and it wasn't pretty (laughs) no From the one unvaccinated person who wasn't Wasn't even supposed to be be at the house. (laughs) And now is gone. Yes. Brought the wonderful gift of COVID to the household. So we had quarantined and I got really sick. But I feel much better and I am So thank you for holding in for us. We're doing the best we can. (laughs) Oh, so we are skipping the Dallas reunion because they like. It was terrible. The show. Well, it was terrible if you were a supporter of Tiffany Moon or Common Sense. Last season was hard. And then to find out that they decided not to go forward with the show lets us know how it all went around anyway. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So because the show's not coming back, it's kind of like, what's the point? What's the point? And we, well, everybody knows by now, we are not getting a New York reunion at all. That's a spin. Suspicious. Very suspicious. Very much bullshit. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, they are not doing any favors for Ebony, who I thought was great during the season. I know they are protecting certain members. Ramona? Yeah, most specifically Ramona. So, yeah. Yeah, she should have been called out. So everybody should have been able to say their piece and have that resolution. And because there's things that happened that you weren't there to see, or now you have more context or something, or somebody said something shady in a confessional and you want to address it, and now they don't get that opportunity. That re- it really sucks. Like, it was a divisive season for sure. It was very much not the best, but then also all the specials that they showed us and like the deleted scenes. It was like, why did you edit the season this way? Yeah, such I a was. Downer. They had a lot of fun and I... you cut all of it out. I was going to call out the producers of that show for what they edited out because when they did that last episode that was stuff you never saw, which I don't usually watch, but I'm really glad we did this time around because they were so much more personable. So no New York. I am bummed out. I really wanted to see Ebony at the reunion. I think that she was great this season. I thought Sonia was a lot of fun this season. Yeah. Though she gets saucy. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the glug glug way. And not <laughs> just, you know, attitude wise. Oh, you mean saucy. <laughs> yeah, she was sauced for most of this. <laughs> I really do think that it was to save Ramona. Mm-hmm. From Ramona. <laughs> from her making things worse. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely one of those where less is more sometimes. Yeah, no reunion. Sorry, man. Oh, and probably because they have that All-Stars coming up on Peacock that yeah, she is I'm, on. Are we going to talk about that? Oh, uh, I mean, we should. It's in the Bravo Cinematic Universe, so. I just love that you called it the Bravo Cinematic <laughs> Universe. I did not invent that, but, you know. 
It is. We have to do a little shout out. We do have a shout out to our besties at Redwood Cannabis. That's right. They sent us a promotion box. Unfortunately, of course, it's illegal to distribute through the mail. Yeah, we would have liked some weed, but you know. But you know what? They sent us a couple of t-shirts and there was a couple hats yeah there was a hat and a beanie and mm-hmm. i didn't even get a chance to look at the beanie before my wife took the beanie yeah she was like "Ooh, beanie yoink <laughs> yeah and some really cool stickers and we really appreciate it um if you are interested in what they do because they make fine cannabis products they do they do you can check them out at rwcanna rwcanna.com or, or ask, ask your, your local, local dispensary, dispensary. <laughs> Ooh, look at us. That wasn't even planned. This week, we are talking about Summer Summer House. AKA, everyone hates Hannah. Yes. And (laughs) they should. They should. Yeah, she she earned it. If you are not familiar with Summer House, I ask you why not. I say (laughs) this because this was a show that I really liked and Rhonda did not want to watch it. Yeah, I talked a lot of shit about it. And then finally, I think it was season three, I sat her down was like you're gonna watch this with me (laughs) yeah i guess i guess my will will. (laughs) and then what happened and then i got sucked in and i was like oh my god these rich white people are crazy i was used to like the housewives rich whites but these are like hamptons rich whites are a different breed yes and very entertaining very And, you know, they uh, added some new members and got rid of some old ones and uh, I think it's a much better show now. Yeah, I agree. Especially this last season because this season was really interesting compared to previous seasons for this reason only. It was the pandemic and instead of the regular premise where they go back and forth during the week and then spend the weekend in the Hamptons, they actually had to spend six weeks in the same house together and never leave. No escape. Sounds like a horror show, but actually it was not. Well, Well, maybe for some. (laughs) (laughs) If you asked Hannah, I'm sure she would say. Yes. It was a horror season. But you know what? We can get into it. Yeah, and and we will. Watch. Yeah, just even starting the reunion brought back all these visceral feelings that I had. Yeah, I got mad at Hannah all over again. Just watching the preview for the episode before it even started. So, you know, they come in, they do their COVID tests, blah, 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 and get their hair and makeup done, the little behind the stage vignettes and all that. And so we get to the show, everyone's introduced. And Sierra, who's the newest member of the cast, she is a nurse. So she got to have a break from the hospital and COVID. I'm sure she uh, appreciated that. You know, I know for six weeks and uh, Andy asks her if anybody at work um, asked her about the show and she says no one at work knew that she was on the show because of how uh, covering her uniform is and especially now she has to wear like the mask and all that stuff and she keeps her last name covered so you don't know you know she's Sierra but the you don't Sierra. know yeah we're going to get into Sierra. I actually really liked her. Mm-hmm. I have one questioning factor for her. Okay. And then through them introducing everybody, they get to Paige and Hannah. And uh, 
one of the first viewer questions asked them if they developed any bed sores over the summer since they were always lying down. It did look like sometimes they uh, rotated, so. Well, I know that at least Amanda probably rotated Paige. I'm not so sure if <laughs> Hannah got to rotate or not. Uh, sound like tires. <laughs> <laughs> So the first big topic that starts off the show is Hannah and Luke's quote unquote relationship heavy on the quote unquote. So we get the clips from uh, last year, uh, their budding relationship, all like the flirting they were doing and all that crap. A viewer asked Hannah where she hoped their relationship was going at the start of the season. And she explains that their relationship was in a gray area when she asks, and when she asked Luke, he said that he didn't do labels. So she expected them to have fun over the summer since they were in the house together. And Andy asked Luke what he thinks. And Luke says in March, Hannah asked the question and he told her that they would be better off as friends. And she said it was a good thing that they hadn't slept together then. So two completely different stories. <laughs> but that happened a lot this season as when Hannah was involved. Yeah, I think that is probably the theme of this season were two different stories in the middle somewhere was the truth but, but Hannah was, was the thing. victim yes in all of them uh, well yeah of course she's the victim uh you know kyle points out that everyone knew that hannah was very much into luke and boy didn't we yes i mean it, she it was very clear yeah she wanted i think there was skywriting and some smoke signals and the telegraph was used and she probably like complimented his singing oh I'm positive that happened. She's that kind of girl. You know, Luke said that he did like Hannah fair, right? Yeah. And that his actions could have caused her to maybe have more feelings that were actually there. And, you know, that's not what their relationship was. And Andy mentions to him that, well, going down on her for three hours might not have helped exactly. her impression. Who is going down on somebody that they don't like for three hours? That's a long time to spend on somebody's genitals that you don't like. Right? It's like, why put in all that effort? Yeah. It also brought up that Hannah said that she also performed the oral sex a couple of times on him and that she felt that was more intimate than actual sex itself. But, you know, there was a certain president at one time that said that he did not have sex with that woman. Are you promoting that show? I'm not. Because <laughs> we're not being sponsored. But... You know. Hey, Ryan Murphy, <laughs> hit us up. Wink. <laughs> you know, Luke said that they were intimate and that he actually kind of regretted that. So that was, you know, a pretty big punch to her ego. And Hannah said that for her, having sex doesn't actually mean that she's sprung on a guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I believe that, but okay, I'll let her have her moment. But having someone call her multiple times a day and give her that kind of attention that Luke was giving to her did cause that. And I can see that too. Yeah, that's the only thing I was with her on because it does seem like they were in constant contact. Yeah. Yeah. And so he knows how she feels. So why would you continue to do that and make somebody think that there's something else there? After I she think that sometimes, after she gave him the gobble gobble. I think that sometimes the attention they like the attention of having someone like them even if they don't like them. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? Yes. Like it's an ego boost. Right. And I do kind of feel that Luke goes from ego boost to ego boost in life, and maybe that was part of it. Like he was getting his own fix too. 
the trials of being and the gobble gobble a hot guy <laughs> a hot model you know first of all we said that everyone hates hannah and it's like everyone here's the bad part everyone waited for their chance to throw their zinger except for Paige and sierra and i uh, too appreciated watching the zingers happen and i did not at one time feel sorry for hannah no it was definitely a because she like clearly lied about things or misrepresented things or like downplayed them or i was i was very much like now's the reaping you've sown all this and it's harvest time and i get to watch it Danielle says that she doesn't understand how Hannah even came to the house expecting to have a relationship with Luke when she was already seeing and sleeping with someone else. And we will get into that. Hannah says that he was calling her three times a day. And then Lindsay jumps in and says that she was sleeping with someone else. Paige, who always has to protect Hannah, says that doesn't matter. But Lindsay was like, yes, yes, it does matter. And she wasn't letting it go. Luke said that she was throwing him under the bus and Andy says that he holds no judgment but asks if she was having sex with Dex or Dez. Sorry. (laughs) He looks like a Dex, but Dez. Uh, (laughs) Hannah said she hasn't been with anyone for a long time and she wanted to have sex. Wanted to... Go to Pound Town. And then Andy asked Luke if he felt it was hypocritical due to the position she put him in, and he agreed. Andy then asked Paige, as Hannah's best friend, if she thought she was in a relationship with Luke. And Paige said they weren't in a relationship, but they were talking. Constantly. Three times a day. That's a lot. That is... Uh, Kyle brings up that while at the house in the beginning that Hannah was FaceTiming a guy and it wasn't Des. And Hannah says that she was talking to several guys at the time. And Luke again said, if that was the case, why did she treat him the way? Lindsay jumps on board with Luke about how she's making a narrative that seems very untrue now. And why was she crying about Luke when she was talking to all these guys? Andy asked her how that was not how she was portrayed on the show. That scene, uh, she seemed to almost borderline up to be obsessive with Luke. Paige closes the topic down and Hannah takes no accountability again. Yeah, and that won't be the last time that happens. Yeah. So we go back to Sierra and uh, her greeting and entrance into the house and Hannah being like, oh my God, hi. It's so nice to meet you. Oh my God, I'm Hannah. Let's be friends. You're so pretty. Uh, Oh God. And so uh, she said that she wanted Sierra to feel welcome, but she did agree that she was being a little extra. Okay, let me just ask. Yes. I really liked Sierra. Mm -hmm. She seems like a very, very nice girl. Mm -hmm. She also seems to be very, very smart. I don't understand how she could have watched past seasons of Summer House came into this house, had to have known about Hannah and Luke, right? Well, unless she didn't watch the show before she joined it. I want to know if she did or not. But then I would think that after being on the show and seeing this season, she would have gone back to see the past season to find out exactly what was happening with that situation. Mm -hmm. So after watching two seasons of Hannah, why would she be Team Hannah? 
Like, she's beautiful, she's smart, has terrible taste in friends, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I can see her being angry at Luke for her own reasons. Yeah, and I think that it was just a shit talk session. But, you know, how the situation, how Hannah portrayed the situation to be more than it was. And so then Sierra comes in and she's like, well, what the fuck? I thought, I thought this was one way. I heard about you in this way and not he went down on you for three hours kind of way yeah but i i still don't understand her not seeing through sierra yeah i mean, I mean hannah, hannah i yeah i don't get her watching back this season and still being like team well, hannah. yeah she's still an all right gal and and <laughs> she is still very much team hannah you see it throughout this reunion but so, unlike hannah she got an invitation to the Kyle and Amanda wedding. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Carl says that uh, Sierra was the most beautiful person in the house and was asked why he said that. And he said that Sierra has an amazing smile. Some people are very into teeth, so, mm -hmm. you know, I get it. And they asked Sierra who she thought was the cutest guy in the house. And she says, Carl. And I was like, well, why was I robbed of this? Give me what right? I want. And they asked about how she told Paige she had sex with Luke and they had a creative mind, which I didn't need to know. No. She says after the second visit with Luke to Minnesota, uh, she actually became abstinent for a year and a half. Also because when she got back, he got back with his ex-girlfriend, that ex-girlfriend who keeps fucking up his other relationships. I can't wait till they bring her on for a season. <laughs> Yeah, I can see Bravo doing that. And so they got back together and he ghosted her and blocked her on all social media for like eight months. So Not do you cool. think Hannah gave Luke a high Yelp review? I mean, three hours is, you know, quite Yeah, that's and also you wouldn't let somebody stay down there three hours. If yeah, if they weren't good. Yeah. I mean, but obviously Sierra's Yelp review is half a star. It's probably like three stars when this tape <laughs> oh and that their relationship was a rebound for the both of them so after that whole situation she needed time to be alone and figure herself out Andy asked Luke how he feels about that and if it emasculated him or if he felt like he did something wrong after making her be abstinent for like a year and a half. <laughs> after I him. love, uh, you know what? At the front, he first said it, I was like, my goodness, Andy Cohen. Yeah. And then now that I sit back and I've like marinated it in a, a little bit, mm -hmm. I'm like, he's so shady. Shady Andrew. But it was in the right way this time. I don't know. Maybe that's Sounds bad on my part. It was like, yo, so if I slept with somebody and then they didn't have sex with anybody else for a year and a half because I like fucked their head up so much, I don't know that, you know, it's not a compliment to your game. Yeah, that says a lot about you, sir. <laughs> now he's asked uh, about like where their relationship is now and you can tell it's like so weird. They're like not even that far from each other on the couches and they're like barely looking at each other. He's says he wishes her the best but like he's indifferent to her and then Lindsay punches him in the face because she <laughs> hates when guys say i wish you the best she's like just be honest no you don't but from the looks of uh instagram it looks like uh luke and sierra have made up no oh, okay so good for them yeah but making up doesn't ne necessarily mean making up oh i, mean, I don't i don't think they would friends. ever date 
each other again. Or I don't think she would date him. Yeah. So they go to break and then you see the depths of Hannah and Paige's relationship. I actually did relate to this moment. It was probably like the realest thing that she did. Paige was worried if she smelled because she's wearing like a strapless dress Mm -hmm. and she has Hannah smell her and make sure that she's still fresh. And that's that's real best friend things. Like I I was going to pick your nose that time. That is true. You you almost did. But I knew the love that you had for me because that nose was going to be clean one way or another. (laughs) Come hell or high water. That's right. (laughs) How did you feel about this? Andy making Luke turn around so he can make sure he doesn't have the man bun because he hates man buns. Like, what was he going to do? Make him cut it off on stage? You know, Andy has that energy now. He might. He might just be like, that has to be. Like, I hate it. Get rid of it. (laughs) You're like, okay, whatever, Andy. Give me some scissors. going to scalp him that would be a reunion first (laughs) that would be a reunion first i also think it would be a difference in rating yeah and you know i don't know would that be a lawsuit i think it would be a lawsuit but also remember isn't this the first real reunion that they've ever given summer house before it was always on like watch what happens live i know last time yeah they had to do like watch what happens live and they were all separated by covid but i think they've been in the same room before but I don't, don't quote me yeah but even <laughs> even before then i thought that the reunions were done on watch what happens live and you'd only get like maybe that's how they treat below deck yeah i think they had below deck treatment and then this show has gotten so good and people are watching it yeah that that, that's the get, difference like yeah. andy watches summer house he doesn't watch below deck <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, I mean, word on the curb, you know, not cannot be disputed in a court of law. <laughs> so we start the next segment with Lindsay and her boyfriend, uh, Stravi, a.k.a. Steven. I had a hard time sometimes realizing who they were talking about. Like, because they kept saying Stravi and Steven. Yeah. And you're like, who the fuck is that? And then sometimes they said Stavi instead of Stravi. At least that's what I heard. And I'm like, now there's a third person. I don't understand. <laughs> One of them could have gotten her a sandwich. Jeez. I mean, out of the three of them. Right? Yeah, so she brings Stravi with her and they talk about their crazy, well, not their crazy, Lindsay's crazy relationship timeline. Well, I guess it's not crazy for her. She has thought about it and she has presented it to gentlemen. Okay, but that's the same energy as a woman who already has all the wedding plans and you just need him to be there. He gets absolutely no say on anything. And that is not a relationship. That is a dictatorship. And so... Also not like you can't plan pregnancy. No, you can't. (laughs) You can try. (laughs) You can try. And it is sometimes... It doesn't happen the first time. Yeah. Surprise. But, you know, she brought it to him and he agreed to it. So he was a willing participant. I have no sympathy. Anyway, a viewer asked Lindsay about her saying that her and Steven had only been able to spend like 17 days together alone during the pandemic before she got sick of him. And like, how is that going to work being in a house alone for six weeks? But the difference is she thought that the issue was them two being alone and having no other human interaction. And this way... They're in the house and they have other friends. She doesn't have to be with him all the time. And, you know, she'd go hang out with her friends in the pool or what have you. And it would have been better 
that way. But Spoiler alert. It was not. <laughs> it was worse. <sighs> well, I don't know. We Those 17 days before they came to the summer house were not filmed. So we can't say for sure if that was the worst that it got. I mean, they did break up twice, but... Oh, so much. <laughs> so... <laughs> so Danielle is asked how she feels the relationship with Lindsay and Stephen would go when Lindsay told her that she was bringing Stephen. And she says she knew it wasn't going to go very well. Or if Dorinda were there, she would say, not well, bitch. Not well at all. You know, being in the house is a lot, you know, and even though there's other people, if you already have an issue, you're still going to have that issue. Kyle jumps in and says that we've all seen that when Lindsay gets into a relationship, she goes in head first. She does. God bless her. Right. I like a part of me is like, I'm very, I love the energetic part yeah, of it. Yeah, like, she, like the if she's going to love, she's going to love full out. But then I also understand the guy's feeling of this is a lot and I'm not sure I'm ready to sign up for this. Yeah, she needs to find somebody who can match that energy. A viewer asked if she felt bad for how she treated Stephen so badly on her birthday. Now this guy... <laughs> oh, man. Here's <laughs> the thing. remembering. Right? Here's the thing. <laughs> Lindsay is a PR person and throws parties. So she's expecting something grand. And this guy... And there is no insult in this. I tell you this right now. This guy looks like he's highlight of his weekend is D&D with his buddies. <laughs> the best date is Kentucky Fried Chicken on an old blanket in the woods somewhere. He tried to do the sentimental thing. He got them like the dinner from the restaurant where they went on their first date. And like, I, I get that. But, you know... It looked like it was cold when it got put, there. Yeah, yeah, when it got there and when he put it out. And then it was windy. So she wanted, yeah, this grand, like, over-the-top spectacle. And, like, the sentimental details would have been nice in addition to a larger thing. But he's like, no, I got, hey, I got the same chairs that we sat in from the first time we went to Paris or whatever. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. Where's the jet that's taking us back to Paris with these chairs? <laughs> I actually really felt bad for him. Yeah. My mom would say this. Mm -hmm. She is a champagne girl and he is a beer guy. Mm -hmm. And that what she expects is champagne and he wants to offer her beer. They're never going to do well. But I got you this sparkling wine. She's like, no. <laughs> champagne yeah she just was really ungrateful but also like i said he she just expects more but i did laugh though <laughs> she was like do you think <laughs> that you treated him badly and she was like no <laughs> i mean i guess <laughs> she says that carl who's her best friend had lost yeah this was ridiculous first of all let me just say she jumps in ridiculously using Carl's brother's death as a reason to why her birthday was terrible because Stephen didn't come in every hour to make sure she was okay. That's wild <laughs> energy right there, right? That's hub house. Right? That just, that was insane to me that she used that as one of the reasons why he was a bad person. Andy asked Lindsay about the relationship timeline where they were supposed to be engaged and living together for a year by summer 2021, married June 2022, and pregnant by August 2022. 
22. That's very generous of her to give herself two months right? to get pregnant. <laughs> and how much of the timeline did Stephen know about? She says he knew about all of it. Yes. And that she showed him the timeline six months into the relationship. Lindsay is that person that you cannot believe the stuff that comes out of her mouth and yet you still kind of like her. You're not sure why. Like there are times where you're like, she's terrible. She looked like such a dick when (laughs) it was the birthday party and even she was like, even his face, she She was like, this is not good enough. Uh, and that's By why I mile. felt so bad for him. But it was he, so funny. He tried so hard. And she and everybody was like, no, you don't know her at all. <laughs> it was so bad. I'll never understand these men who don't take advantage of their resources of information. Her literal best friend, Danielle, both was in the house. He could have gone to her and been like, okay, what was she like? Or I'm thinking of doing this for her birthday. Do you think that she would like it? Or should I blah, blah, blah. And he didn't. He was like, I'm going to make her this cute little sentimental thing. And she'll see how cute and sentimental I am. And she was like, what the fuck is this Mickey Mouse bullshit? Here's the funny thing. I really feel like Amanda would have loved a date like that. But she has Kyle who knows how to put something together because her birthday dinner was there or their anniversary dinner. Something like that. Something like that. And he. Oh, I think the anniversary of when they got engaged. So they have this big dinner planned. Everyone in the house is a part of it. And this happens before Lindsay's birthday. So Lindsay's expecting this huge far going out of your way. Yeah. Like you saw what he did now step it up yeah you gotta step it up now and and he just he didn't know how he did his best (laughs) and his best bless his heart right bless him (laughs) it's then that amanda seems to be more closely following Lindsay's timeline for her own life i mean except for the marriage part and that's only because COVID happened yeah they are married now shout out to them so amanda is asked if there's any advice she could give Lindsay, and hannah actually answers the question instead and hannah says that she's always looked up to Lindsay and how she doesn't need a man and when the right one comes around she'll know and everybody was like go home hannah no one likes you boo A viewer asked Lindsay why she was always so upset with Stephen for working and didn't she want someone who had a job? She says she doesn't believe that he was working. And then (laughs) Hannah pops in and says that he was playing Minecraft and Danielle backs that shit up and says... Danielle's asked what kind of guy Lindsay needs and Danielle says she needs someone who's confident in themselves and that she feels that Steven sort of baited and switched Lindsay. She says that he sold himself as like this calm person and then while in the house saw him like do anything to try and work on that relationship. He was working on his Minecraft. <laughs> I also think that's unfair because we did see him kind of try to do her birthday and that was his best. And no one seems to realize that. Because they all know Lindsay and they're like, yeah, that ain't it. <laughs> so Sierra's asked after watching the relationships in the house play out and some blowing up like they did, if she got an idea of what she wanted in a mate. And she says she needs somebody who is emotionally available and mature. So like current Carl. Yeah. She has abandonment issues and she needs someone to be present and wants to fix things. She needs to be nurtured and loved. Don't we all? 
Don't you think with Carl, though, he needs maybe another year or two? I was going to say he needs another year. Like he can't he <laughs> can't do it right <laughs> now. He's, he's working he, on himself. Yeah. Legit. Paige, Amanda, and Hannah made a bet at how long Steven would last in the house. And Hannah whined that she didn't want to pay it. So <laughs> I guess she lost and she owes them 20 bucks. I guess so. <laughs> Carl said he had his own private bet that Steven would leave the house. So everybody knew. Everybody looked at this guy and sized him up in about two seconds. <laughs> but also, wasn't Steven the rebound from Carl? No, that was a different guy. Because <laughs> I think he was on the show. Like some guy who, I don't know, he took her out to dinner. I remember that. But I thought that was Steven. No, this guy, I think, had a boat. <laughs> okay. You know, the guy with the boat. Andy asked Lindsay about going off birth control before her birthday, and she said she has not, nor was she, on birth control, and that Stephen knew that she wasn't on birth control, and they did the pull and pray method, and, uh, oh, I don't want, I don't want to say that. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> it makes me think of Jax, because he and Brittany would do that, and bar. I think that's why Kyle brought it up. <laughs> Not for you, but what I'm saying is that oh. it was a reference to Jax. No one references Jax Taylor. <laughs> we then move on to Kyle and Amanda and how they were very committed and had each other's backs. Yes, this was a very good season for them. It, it was. seemed like a very united couple and they didn't fight over any bullshit. Yeah. And Lindsay says she's never seen them better than they were last summer. And, you know, we all agree. Everybody clap. I was really happy to see Amanda and Kyle this season and how their relationship has grown because they've had some rough moments, mm -hmm. some real rough moments, uh, and especially on this show. Yes. I have seen the growth, especially from last year, because remember, I was a little upset with her last season because there had been some issues within the relationship and she said that she forgave him, but you were, you do. She obviously had not oh, forgiven yeah. him. And it was kind of rough to watch that mm -hmm. she was so angry understandably right. i'm not taking that away from her at all but it was one of those things where it was kind of brutal to watch the whole summer especially when you find out that he hadn't done anything wrong yeah and he was still getting punished for it it was a little much but seeing them now it's like night and day mm -hmm. love that for them agreed and he asked them if the practice wedding made them want to elope which, you know, I kind of got the vibe. Even Carl was like, I felt like I married them. And uh, they said their parents would kill them if they eloped, which I can believe. I agree. So during this whole segment, side note, Hannah is rolling her eyes and making faces because she was being shitty at the fake wedding and she's being shitty at the reunion. And she's just being a hater who wasn't invited to the wedding. Okay. It's not just that. And you know it, and I know it, and oh, Kyle well, knows you know, it. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Carl's asked why he thinks they are both doing so well, Kyle and Amanda. I thought that was really cute that they're both his best friends. I agree. And Carl says that Amanda has been a really big influence on Kyle and his development and uh, helping him grow and holding him accountable. And Amanda's asked how she feels about his habit of getting drunk and getting in fights. Uh, she says that she has to pick her battle but that Kyle has a lot of fun and people like his energy. He does seem like the gets the party going type of guy. He is. And it's really funny because, yeah, those first 
two seasons, he was a complete prick. He was a quote unquote fuckboy. You know, he was trying to have fun. And by have fun, that means ride every woman that was in the Hamptons <laughs> over the summer, except Amanda. So Lindsay is asked if Kyle might have issues if he doesn't change. And she says that she really didn't see Kyle be angry a lot this summer and that he was fairly calm. And Hannah is brought up at this point, of course. Danielle says that things only come up if there are unresolved issues. Kyle says that he also has a habit of burdening himself with other people's issues. And if there's a problem and no one else will bring up the subject, he will, especially if it's a subject that is bothering other people. That makes sense. Yeah. Now Hannah's asked about how she's been vocally negative in the past in regards to Amanda and Kyle's relationship like she's always seemed to have a lot to say yeah um, not good yeah and she starts off saying that she wasn't really vocal about their relationship and she's always been supportive and Kyle interjects <laughs> You know, he has to tell her or ask her if she is aware that they record their summers. And you know what? Valid question, because every time Hannah lies and lies and lies, it's like she doesn't remember that we saw the footage. Yeah. I actually think that this is a different issue. Mm -hmm. I think that Hannah has for a very long time had a thing for Kyle and wanted that kind of relationship for herself, which is why she takes things out on Amanda all the time and why I feel she did some of the things later on in the season that we'll talk about. It, it was purely, I think she wants Kyle for herself. Mm -hmm. You know, she says that she is aware that the summers are recorded and that if he watched it back and then before she could go any further, Kyle cuts in again because he's he's just done with her and he tells her about how he's seen how she's tried to talk Amanda into leaving him Hannah then asks Amanda if she has tried to tell her to leave Kyle Amanda says that she's never explicitly said to leave Kyle but she's not been supportive in the relationship Danielle who has nothing to do with the subject, also jumps in and tells her that Hannah has not always been there and that her saying that is a stretch in what she's saying. And even Lindsay jumps in and agrees. And Hannah says that this whole summer, she said how they seem to be doing really well. Lies. We watched the season. Danielle came ready at oh, this she reunion was done with Hannah which is funny because I kind of feel like Danielle is the most even keel out of all mm -hmm. of them and I'm like if you've got Danielle talking to you like that that this is your fault yes <laughs> the next subject they go into is the house meeting that Kyle called in regards to chores and how Hannah wasn't doing them and then and it went horribly she, wrong uh, and then she totally turned that topic into a way of where she is being victimized and he is picking on her and she starts making it personal and saying, you know, you can talk to Amanda that way, but I won't let you talk to me. And Amanda is done and throws a glass of wine at her, which lucky. Yeah, she's lucky it was plastic. Yeah, because that would have happened for sure. Yeah. 
She says that Kyle's always yelling at her and that he never takes any accountability of the fact, you know, but the thing is, is that everything she accused Kyle is of what she does herself. And she wasn't take. she had one job, take the trash out. That she volunteered for. Yeah. And, and then, then she, she didn't, didn't do, do it. it. She's ridiculous. Amanda asked Hannah, why is it that the guys aren't allowed to talk to her the way that Hannah talks to them? Which is really gross. Like she screams and yells and berates them when they've hardly ever, you know, yeah, there's been times where they've argued with her, but it always becomes. She always takes it that little extra step. Yeah. Further. she always gets it to turn nasty mm-hmm. in one way or another. And she is very emasculating in some of the things that she says. And she knows it, but she chooses violence. <laughs> I mean, that's all. I think that's the truth. <laughs> Amanda said that she threw the drink because she was insulting her at the table and calling her a doormat and insinuating that Kyle abuses her. Hannah tries to take the heat off her, saying that Luke had told her that when Kyle yells at her to stay calm, but then he almost beat everyone up at the house because Kyle yelled at him which I didn't know how she was bringing Luke into an incident that had nothing to do with him deflect deflect whatsoever she then says that she takes responsibility when she yells (laughs) when when and Kyle tells her she never takes responsibility for anything she does and then Hannah says you know that's what she's trying to do now and then she goes into hysterics and there's no tears coming out the whole time yeah That was the driest cry I've ever seen. She must be a desert. Because it was so dry. I did love, though, that when she was doing this, Kyle was like, acting school is in session. (laughs) Oh, Kyle. Paige and Sierra are sticking up for Hannah, which I don't understand. Don't understand. And Lindsay sides with Kyle. It becomes a thing. All of them are fighting, but not in a way that makes you uncomfortable. You're living for it. Because the so-called victim in this has been the villain for multiple seasons and people. People are finally calling her on her shit. She's like, why? This is terrible. You know, she does try and say things like she knows, she understands where Kyle's coming from and that he's coming at her about what she said, but she only wishes them the best. Like it was so over the top and so fake. The only thing she wishes is for Amanda to die so she can jump on Kyle. (laughs) If this were a Lifetime movie That's instead exactly of a Bravo happen. reality show, he might have something. We'll have to see if they made that. Or I'm sure that that's been made already. Tale as old as time, right? What? Beauty and the Beast? No. Where'd you go here? <laughs> you lost me. Lifetime movie. Oh. <laughs> with Amanda as the poor victim? Yeah. That hannah kills so she can be with kyle right and then kyle doesn't know that hannah did it until Lindsay and danielle for his faithful platonic female friends finds out and brings it to them copyright <laughs> i mean we will have to talk to bravo if if we were ever to uh do that so maybe it'll be on on bravo yeah it'll be a limited series we get a viewer question asking Paige why she's so open and honest about everyone even hannah but she never tells hannah herself to her face when she does something wrong and she says one of the dumbest things as a friend it's not her job to tell her friends what they did wrong i'm a cop out you're fine with being a shit friend yeah, I did not understand that at all. It's 
like, I'm not her mother. Like, you don't have to be anybody's mother to call them out. You call them out because you love them. Yeah, I did not understand why. Well, actually, I do understand why. Because that first season... She tried. And oh, her she and did. Hannah yeah. had, like, Hannah just wasn't having any of it. And Hannah's personality is strong. That doesn't mean it's a positive. It just means that she is strong-willed. I, I do get Paige's point that way. Like, it is a cop-out. But if you already know that the recipient is not going to receive what you're telling them and is just going to attack you for bringing it up, there's no point, right? Well, especially no point doing it knowing that this quote-unquote friend won't listen to you. Mm -hmm. That it doesn't matter what you say, she's going to do what she wants anyway. Yeah. She seems very much, you're either with me or against me. Yes. Weird behavior. Anyway, so Hannah's asked about having mentioned how she has daddy issues and uh, relates that with Kyle in arguments. Kyle says he feels like a scapegoat and she takes that and acts as if he said something negatively about her or that weird argument they had where she brought up her dad and he was like, why are you comparing me to your dad? And she was like, don't you say anything about my daddy. Yeah, that was so over the top. I could not believe that that happened. So Lindsay says she's had several disagreements with the men on this show. And that at no time has she felt that they were toxically masculine. That they're all equal no matter what sex and they can fight equally. But also I believe that uh, Lindsay could beat up any of the guys in the house. So could Hannah. No, no. I don't think Hannah could fight. Lindsay, I think she could fight. You saw how she threw oh, Kyle around. Oh, I think that Lindsay would beat Hannah's ass. But, I mean, Hannah's not a delicate flower. Yes, she is. What? <laughs> she said if flowers were horses, she would be a delicate flower. <laughs> Thanks, Alma. <laughs> I might keep that in. Yeah, I don't know if I can say it. And she can also verbally hold her own. So can Lindsay. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I'm not giving Hannah any credit. All right. <laughs> I agree. Kyle says they've been in major fights and Lindsay has never pulled out that card. Hannah says it's not a card, but an individual thing. Kyle says that Hannah uses buzzwords to make men in her life look bad. Danielle agrees and says she constantly talks about men and their toxic energy and that she's actually the one that brings the toxicity out. Danielle, she was not down to clown. Yeah. <laughs> at all she states that hannah is the most toxic person in the house and you can see that a lot of them on stage agree hannah says she has never done anything to danielle and danielle says things weren't happening to hannah but instead that she was making them happen even shady andrew tries to get involved and help her see that what danielle is actually saying is constructive criticism look she cannot see because her head is up her own ass I know that's a terrible thing to say about someone, but she is so into herself that she never makes mistakes. She's perfect. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly you see this season, she hasn't done anything wrong. I don't think we watched the same show. Yeah, I don't I don't know I what she watched. From the producers than what she had. Maybe she got like all of the footage and was like, you know, accumulatively, this makes me look great. And then it went to air and she's like, mm-mm. Danielle said that watching the season back that she became angry watching Hannah and that she was actually restraining the things that she wanted to say to Hannah at the house because Hannah's not a good friend. And Kyle brings up that she left Amanda basically on the curb and that she's a shit friend, which, you know, 
Yes. Yeah. He didn't lie. His animosity comes from how Hannah treats his fiance, which, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Why would you want someone you love to be friends with someone who wasn't treating them well? That doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. So Sierra asks why he can't let Amanda fight her own fight, and he admits that he gets defensive when people treat Amanda poorly. That's what a good mate does. That's right. Hannah tells Kyle that he needs to stop villainizing her when she's done nothing wrong. And this time, Carl and Danielle are like, boo, <laughs> shut up, you're lying. And then Kyle said that they hit rock bottom in the season, but they left on good terms. And then she spent the last three months going on every podcast making like the worst comments about him. Yeah, she like, was vicious. But uh, almost like she said it and like didn't think that they would listen. I felt like she did it so she could have more interactions with him, even if they were not positive. She just is obsessed. Like, yeah, she was talking Luke this whole time. It's been Kyle. I'm telling you. Da, 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 da. Obviously unrequited love, but love all the same. A uh, thin line between love and hate, right? Hannah asks what she said about him. Like she doesn't remember that she went on all these podcasts talking shit. Uh, and a viewer points out that she said she was only friends with Kyle because she was paid to be. Uh, Hannah says that there were fights that weren't shown where Kyle told her that everything she had was because of him. And then Carl says that is not true. He jumped on that shit immediately. I loved watching Carl sober being like, uh, I was sober during this period of time and you're a liar. Yeah. And not even allegedly we watched it. Yeah, factual liar. Uh, Kyle said that the statement shook him. She says that she said some crazy shit to him because she was hurt. And Kyle says that she seems to forget what she has said to him that he responded to. She says that was a different point. And Sierra jumps in and says both statements were fucked up. Paige interjects that while Kyle doesn't hold grudges, Hannah remembers everything. So things pile up in her and now they're at a point where they can't go forward, which is, is a Hannah excuses. problem. That's a Hannah problem. That's not a Kyle problem. It is Paige. Page enabling Hannah and her dysfunction. Yes. Which she does all the time. I want to know what's so great about her as a friend you would continue to be so close to someone who acts like that. She makes money with her. I guess. A giggly squad. Yeah. I mean, they're, they seem to be doing well, I guess. To be honest with you, haven't heard much about it since the end of this season. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure even terribly. They sound terrible. I don't know what, what they're doing. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. You know, asked where their relationship goes from here, Hannah says that they were in a good place, which caused Amanda to interrupt and ask that when she had sex in their bathroom during the season, if they were in a good place then. Valid question. Hannah again said they were in a good place when they left the summer. And Kyle asked, which is it? Because she's talking shit about them three days ago on a podcast. Carl told her to just be real, that she does things on the show and turns it into a meme. Carl then goes on to say that she has said bad things about all of them and that some of the stuff that she said about Carl like really affected him. Yeah, it was not cool. We find out that she said on a podcast that Carl uses drugs and has a problem. So she accuses him of addiction. I don't Adderall. understand. She made some joke about him being addicted to Adderall or something. Yeah, it was it was just really, really bad. And, you know, 
Ugh, she's never, she says she never said that. And this is the crazy thing. She always says, I didn't do that when there's evidence that she has from her own mouth. Yeah. <laughs> said the things that they said that there's, you know, and that she's denying. When she denies that, Kyle just kind of goes ballistic. Who could blame him? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, it was so much this season. She said she made a joke about Adderall. He says it wasn't funny. And then Paige jumps in and says Hannah did some shitty things over the summer, but she's not a bad person. Obviously, Paige doesn't understand how two things just aren't like the other. I don't know. She's she's, like, she's the give, biggest apologist. She's uh, seeming very blindly loyal right now, which I don't really understand. I don't know. I don't know. You know, Hannah says that she said it two years ago, and Carl says it doesn't matter, but she said it. Andy says that she does say things, and then he asks Kyle and Amanda to give some examples of things that she said in podcasts that offend them. Hannah again goes off and says that everything that she's been upset about is stuff that he said that she said. Andy asks if it's true and Kyle says no. He then goes on and states that he wants to try and see if there's anything going forward with the relationship because Hannah, him and Hannah and Amanda along, you know, so that they can get along and have some peace in the house. And that makes sense to me because after this season, I was like, I don't see how she can come back. Yeah, I didn't know how it was going to work because, like, most of the house wouldn't trust her. Yeah. He says that he's committed to be level-headed about it, and he is interested in having a good time with people he loves, and Lindsay added, and not being paid to be friends with. So... Lindsay takes that jab as well, but Hannah's deserved it. She's earned it. Yeah. The things that she said has been gross. Andy asked Hannah that the apology that she gave Kyle was sincere and then insinuated that pretty much all of the castmates did not believe that is so. In fact, he even asked them and they raised their hands like no one believed that her apology was sincere. She said that the apology was sincere, but she felt that Kyle just wanted his ego stroked. And Amanda's like, that's fucked up. And it is. Yeah. And the rest of the group are just kind of blown away. Everybody was like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you see everyone's expression except for Paige and Sierra? Yeah. And I was like, what's wrong with you guys? I don't understand. And Kyle said that he took the apology because he never wanted to see her talk to her again. And I understand that. I've been there. I've been in a situation where someone has apologized to me and I've accepted it. And I'm like, I'm never going to talk to you again. Yeah, she's like, great, goodbye, thanks. Lindsay said that it's, sh you know, that the show started based on a group of friends. And if they weren't friends, the show doesn't work. Very much true. Kyle said she told two people they weren't friends. Hannah says they all say terrible things about each other. And Amanda points out that she's the only one that doubles and triples down on the things that she says. Hannah says people talk about her too. And Kyle says he's declined interviews. They start to argue again. And it becomes too much for Kyle. And, and he gets up and says he needs a minute because she already said all these same things on a podcast recently and he leaves the set calling her the most self-absorbed person he's ever met in his whole life and i think the world cheered yes there was a standing ovation and then kyle leaves and amanda tells hannah just how fucked up what hannah said was and with kyle getting up and leaving that ends the first part of summer house the reunion bum 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 all right so now that we are done with that let's get to our blunts and bravo slash boo hiss 
award. <laughs> yes. And we're going to change it up this time because that is our prerogative and right. Yes. And if you've been listening to us from the beginning, we change this shit on a dime. <laughs> That's right. It's it's how we're feeling that particular day. That's right. So first of all, we want to give our bravo slash blunt because that is a reward in itself. Yes. To my lovely wife, Alma, who is so kind enough to make sure that we're all prepped for the show, that our mics are working right, goes through the whole process with me, make sure we have beverages, and make sure we have packed bowls. Well, you have packed bowls before yes. we so get started. She is uh, actually the glue that holds us together. So shout out to Alma. Ooh, thanks, Alma. Now, our boo-hiss moment yes, is much deserved, especially for this particular episode, because I never thought it was going to end. Oh my god, just chaos. Pure chaos. We have a house full of pets, particularly a bulldog named Charlie Weasley, and then we have two tuxedo brother cats, uh, Mr. Big and Sir Thickness, and they would not leave us alone for this recording at all. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, why is this door closed? Hey, hey, hey. Then we let them in and they're like, hey, let me step on the keyboard. Hey, I'm going to get in front of your mic. Hey, I'm going to meow incessantly or scratch for 20 minutes in the litter box, even though I haven't done anything. <laughs> so yeah, that they got the boo hiss moment. Or the so. dog's going to lay on the floor and whine. For no reason. Like he has anything to complain about. No bills. Right? Lives rent free. People feed him. and prov- Twice a day. Twice a day. Yeah. He's got a beautiful bed to sleep on. Yeah. Still whining. Ungrateful. We don't understand it. No one knows his pain. <laughs> no one. So thank you for tuning in for Blunts and Bravo, our 10th episode. Uh, we are currently already working on our 11th episode, which is part two of Summer House. Yeah. So stay tuned. We will be dropping that ASAP. If you would like to give us questions, comments, suggestions, please do so at our Gmail account, bluntsandbravo at gmail.com. It's all one word. Yep. Or you can follow us on our Instagram account. We are at like 420. 12 followers now so thank you we've got the best besties in the world yes you can follow us at blunts and bravo of course all one word and until next time stay stay safe and stay baked. baked